Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, my good people of San Diego. Welcome in to Gwen and Chris, Tony Gwynn Jr., Match Gravy. Chris Ello out. Where's, where are they headed? Where are Lady Aztecs headed? I believe Chris Ello is going to the land of the 49ers. Santa Clara, San Jose area. Ah, San Jose the, State. The land. You could have just said San Jose. The State. land I of was, the Forty Nine. I was like wrecking my brain. I was like Santa Clara. They're not playing them. Ah, <sighs> yes, San Jose State. San Jose State. Uh, we'll have the tie aftermath today. We'll get Scraby's uh, thoughts and comments about Prayers. his. Um, his di- digestive track last night. How did that, after having that spice reintroduced to the equation after, was it months now for of broccoli? And- uh, yeah, beginning of December. Yeah, I, I've I mean, been eating broccoli and like this meat. So it wasn't just the spice in the moment. It was the spice after the moment, too. So we'll we'll get into a discussion about that. The Padres officially have signed Wandy Peralta. Uh, now, I think the attention certainly changed, uh, focus. It doesn't really change because the attention has been there already, but the outfield and rotation, uh, we'll have some comments from AJ Preller as, uh, he spoke on it. Um, but other than that, it's just me and Scrape as he's trying to uh, figure out a way to get these, uh, cameras working per, per use. And, uh, <laughs> I think, uh, last night for me, was another frustrating night as as a Laker fan. We just don't have a good matchup for the Denver Nuggets. I think that's what it's boiled boiled, boiled down to. Um, we don't have an uh, an answer for Jamal Murray. No one in the league has an answer for Jokic, and those two proceeded with a tie ball game in about a minute thirty uh, last night. I mean, put the game away, put the game away by themselves um, in like three plays. So are you saying that maybe the Lakers just don't have that dog in them? Like you've been telling me all week? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you hope come playoff time they can avoid that particular matchup. Well, playoffs are different for any sport. Like LeBron knows when to turn it on. He can kind of cruise through some of the regular season. I don't disagree with that. But they've lost seven straight games, including the four uh the four games sweep uh, in that. Wait, did you say they've lost seven straight? Seven straight. Weren't they just coming off of like a good little run to they, get him to 500? No, they've lost seven straight to Denver. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry, I should All have right. been a little no, more No, no, I was like, whoa. They, they've lost seven straight to Denver. And if you've watched these last seven, it's pretty clear that even, and listen, LeBron, AD played fantastic 
last night. But they don't have an answer for Jokic. They don't. They don't have an answer for Jamal Murray. They don't have a guard that can stay in front of them. And uh, that's been a problem for the, for the Lakers in these matchups um, during the year, during the conference finals and in these matchups this season so far. I wish and they and would it have pisses won. me off because it allows – what's the guy's name? Uh, Malone, the head coach. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. But what? You remember allowed... all, he was popping off yes. all last year. He was. And he's and if he wants to, he can continue to pop off because they we haven't lost a game to the Lakers since then. I thought you were going to say it really bothers you that they weren't able to win on Kobe Bryant's. I mean that, day. that that bothers me too, but that's less of the concern, right? I mean, it seems like any one of these like tribute days they've had for him, they've lost. Whether hmm. it be right after the 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 passing of, of Kobe. there is a lot of pressure. There, I, I'm sure there is those those sweet Mamba uniforms they wore last night. Um, also ended in a loss, so I don't know. Kind of, <laughs> you sound exasperated. I, I am. I mean, <laughs> watching that game, watching the final two minutes, the Lakers came back. They were down like ten most of that game, but they came back. They did a lot of things good, but it just goes to show you when there is a slight diff, or uh, when one team is slightly better than the other. When you make when the, the team that's slightly worse makes a mistake. They get it never fails. They get hit over their head all the time. You you go for a steal, you miss that guy's wide open. He doesn't miss that shot. He makes that shot. That's what happened. Seemed like as the Lakers got closer and closer and even tied that game at one point. But we'll get into more of that later. Trey, how are you feeling today, man? It was a it was first of all, congrats, it was a successful show yesterday, solely based on you and what you were able to to put together yesterday. <laughs> Thanks. You shoveled tied ten in your mouth. Um, and took it like a champ, man. You, you really did. I was not expecting that. I thought, worst case scenario, we'd have to like do the show by ourselves because you would with be me a, on the floor. <laughs> with you on the floor. <laughs> Best case scenario, right, was what happened. You you were able to to get it down, chin up, handled it. I got that dog you in there. Got me. a little dog in you. Although. Uh, your digest, digestive tract uh, paid the price. Though. Yeah, it it did. And <laughs> as everybody knows that I am with it, <laughs> just by me saying, yeah, you should know what my night was like. But just because I haven't really eaten anything, as Tony said, with like oils or any of the eat out or restaurant type food has on it. I reintroduced that to my system for the first time in like two months, two and a half months, and it was not fun. My stomach hurt a lot last night, but we're all good today. We're all good today. So your stomach did bother you a little it bit did. last night. <laughs> it did. Um, but I was expecting What time did it. that start? Because during the show, you seemed to no, be fine. I know you had to run out the one I time. I did. But... I did. And it was thankfully not until really I got home. Because yeah, I've been on the nothing, other end. Nothing worse, especially the long drive you got. That's not a that's not a drive. Oh you well, be. I shouldn't admit this, but when I was a drinker, my stomach was really bad because of the damage I was doing. Yeah, and so I knew about all of the cleanest public restrooms in San Diego on the drive down to work, so I could uh, stop anywhere I I, I I like if I needed to get your, off on you this had exit. Your route. You yeah. had your route planned out. I even knew one of the guys in the in, in the the uh, gas station. I would wave to him. He was like, "Hey, hey you're back again." Huh? He's like, right. "You gonna buy anything this time?" <laughs> no, I would always go and make sure that he knew I was buying stuff. Uh, Sam Levitt will join us a little bit later on in the show. Talk a little Padres. We got a countdown today. 
Uh, nothing too crazy. Top five over-the-top Super Bowl predictions. We had to dig deep for this one. And obviously with Super Bowl this Sunday, it's fitting to have a uh, Super Bowl topic. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about all the different topics we could do. Like, would we want to do our snacks? No, we've already done our snacks. Do we want to do our favorite commercials? No, we've already done that. So we're going to have a little bit of fun and make predictions that could happen but are likely not to happen. For example, like the the 49ers field goal kicker makes six field goals and he wins the game for him. Stuff so weird we, we're stuff We're just like making that. these up? These aren't actual? They can happen, but they're not likely to happen. Okay. I, I, Tony, I don't know. I'm not. We're not in the way the we're right not, wavelength. We're not with on each the right wavelength right now. But you know, we'll figure it out. We got. You can got, make it as any, anything you want, really. Uh, again, we are in that time of the year. There's just not a lot popping in sports today. Uh, Ohio State did hire uh, an offensive coordinator. I'm sure this will make Chris Ello very happy. No, go ahead. Oh, I was about? just gonna say, like, where is Chris on the day that we need him? He is not here to talk about this story. Chip Kelly gets the job uh, as the the Ohio State Buckeye offensive coordinator. Now, the interesting thing is, if I'm not mistaken, Chip Kelly had a head coaching job. Yes, was he, he was he was he fired? Did I did I miss something? Okay, good. We're on the same page on this one because. It seems very counterproductive to go backwards you're in your going, career. You're not, this isn't a lateral move. This here's, is a, a backwards move. Here's what I think may be going on here. He wants to get back in the NFL. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were saying that Chip Kelly is trying to check in about any job, coordinator job, position coach job in the NFL. And so he wasn't getting the right looks from the NFL teams at UCLA because UCLA is not really a powerhouse in football anymore. But if he went to Ohio State – and he's the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. He's seen other coaches from Ohio State go on to get another better job. So I think that's what he's doing here. Is he wants to be on one of the top teams in the country and get a lot of eyes on his offense. So I don't know. I mean, that could be just a theory, but and it is just a theory. Yeah, I, I don't know that the theory makes much sense. I'm gonna be honest with you. Because, but why? Because he's he's not getting any traction at UCLA. I mean. His offenses weren't that great at UCLA. So now you you have, I'm just saying, go, long gone are the days of what we used to see at Oregon where, you know, it was this high-powered, high-flying offense mm-hmm. based off speed and deception. Deception and, and, and really a hurry-up, right? Yeah. It was like not it was like the the Phoenix Sun version of football. Shooting the ball in seven seconds, right? Yeah. They, this is they wanted to get the line. They wanted to confuse you and beat you with speed. We haven't seen that maybe since the first year that he took over as Eagles head coach. That offense look anything like that? You had him in in Forty Niners for a he little was bit. Awful. I don't remember anything going well. He was there. two and fourteen. He lasted one year. Yeah, they signed him to like a five year deal. It was one of those things where it's like, what are you guys doing? And then he's gone. Ohio State will pay a $1.5 million buyout for Kelly, which seems kind of light in today's day and age. That does seem light. Um, yeah, this is a, this is a, an interesting move. Kelly went 35 and 34 during, during six seasons at UCLA, concluding his tenure with three consecutive winning campaigns. He became the fourth college head coach in this cycle to leave a head coaching job for an assistant spot. So let's analyze that. Now, one of those guys... Joined the Packers. So 
it wasn't a sideways move because he went to the NFL. He, yeah. he he moved up. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure where uh, Mo Lingist was was from. Um, who? Yeah, Mo. <laughs> I've never heard of him. Lingist. I've never heard of him. Never heard of him. But he took a job at Alabama. So I'm going to assume, considering I don't know who he is. He's taking a step up. Yeah, he's taking a step up. Uh, Kane Womack. Also, don't know who he is, but also took a job at Alabama. So all three of those are, are, you know, they may not be going from assistant to head coach. In this case, they're going from head coach to a coordinator or assistant spot. But considering we don't know who, who any of these guys are, yeah, they probably uh, moved upwards. Yeah, Chip Kelly very- doesn't seem like, even if it's from UCLA to Ohio State, going from head coach to offensive coordinator doesn't seem yeah, that doesn't make sense. But now he's in the Big Ten, and now he's at one of the better colleges. Maybe in the that's Big the Ten. Ca- maybe that there is the sole calculation. I'm moving to the Big is, Ten. UCLA is in the Big Ten, right? Yeah, he could have stayed there. I, he'd have been that's in the Big Ten the, as a head coach. I can't wait to find out when he's introduced or whatever, and they ask him. Uh, Kirk Kenny, our friend from the San Diego Union Tribune, wanted to uh, pass along his condolences about the Lakers, and he texted me and he said, "At least they'll always have the NBA Cup." So. That's what you're getting. Right mm. now. <laughs> That's real funny there, buddy. I have one question on the chat. Maybe we do like an ask us anything type show, but uh, Is this an ask us anything type question? Yeah. Okay. Balsamic Vinny says, "How do you and Tony feel about someone double dipping a chip at a Super Bowl party?" Uh, listen. When you when you are you are solely having the dip, Wait, yeah. You could go at it however you want. But if you are sharing with a bunch of mouths and hands, uh, no double dipping, man. I'm sorry. Uh, now, listen, I'm okay if you, you turn the chip over. Okay, that's a suggestion. Uh, yeah, turn the chip over. I don't want the same side that was just in your mouth <laughs> to now go into the dip. It's pretty gross, I got to say. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's, a, that's a non-starter. Does it depend on your friend group? It depends a little bit on my friend group, too, because if it's my close friend's Listen, what we that do, we've been partying for listen, years. What, what we do know is when the lights go off and the door closes, you really don't know even what your best friend is doing. <laughs> yeah, man, that was dark I'm, and I'm heavy, just, but you're I'm right. Just saying. Like so therefore, no. I don't care what friend group it is. Please turn your chip over or don't go back for seconds. Oh, Wolfpack makes a great point about the turning of the chip. Your hand was already on that other side, so you're dipping your finger juice listen, into listen, the... Listen, we can't, we, can't, <laughs> no. we can't control everything. That's a great point. We can't control... All right, well, fine. Then you then can't get mad when the first when the dipper goes in and gets the the huge... Dip. You can have the huge first dip. Okay. It might not last as long. The dip might go it, out quicker. You're right. If we're talking, if we're talking like uh, ranch dip or something, ranch for some reason grosses me out more than anything about like just ranch. No, just because it's like already liquid, so it's like I don't know. I'm weird. Tony's giving me this look like, <laughs> sorry, what are you talking already, about? It's already liquid. Yeah, it, well, it's already liquid, so that when you dip the chip in, it's easier for it to like uh, intermingle into you. the thing. I got you. Okay. Yeah, that's that's how weird I am. Well, listen. Hopefully, everybody has washed their hands, sanitized <laughs> before. You know, so I'm not worried about the chip being in your hand. Jocelyn said, "What in the heck is finger juice screaming?" <laughs> it's. I didn't even hear finger juice. That's, oh, how, that's how off the wall it's, that was. It's like the oils from your fingers. That's what it is. You so. just have oils dripping from your Everybody fingers? Everybody has oils on their fingers. Dripping? Not dripping. <laughs> Come on, man. That sounds terrible. Um, 
Rob Manfred taking some shots, huh? Oh, we have to go to break. Yeah, but, yeah, no, I was, oh my it, goodness. It, was, it was a lead to a tease there. Thank you. Uh, Rob Manfred, the man of, um, you know, all kind, any type of medals you like, uh, <laughs> had something to say about the Padres. I haven't heard this yet, but sounds like uh, Padre Faithful won't be too happy no. with this gentleman. Hopefully, Padres can win a World Series like this year, and you'll be able to let him know how you feel personally. With a big loud boo, you know that's what happens when. Uh, and you're gonna want to. <laughs> Sounds like it. To. We'll we'll explain on the other end. Sit back, relax, Morgan and Chris. Four hours, me and Miss Gravy. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 222 on the clock, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scravy. Quote, we always watch trends in the market. I think a concern for baseball has always been, since I started in 1988, disparity on the revenue. And the payroll side, Manfred said Thursday. Having said that, last year we were talking about a different team eating up players or two teams, right? And unless my recollection was bad, neither one of them were at that little event. (laughs) Back to that again, huh? That little event we hold in late October and early November. Now, that was tongue-in-cheek, obviously. But the piece of metal, it, it fits in with the piece of metal. It's not tongue-in-cheek because... <laughs> no, I think the part where he's talking about that little... I event, know, he just he just doesn't get it. He, you know, Rob is, is um, he's dry, if you will. And I could see that being funny if you're not the commissioner. <laughs> no, that, it, but, you know, he, 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 uh, he tried to drop a little funny line in there. And I'm sure if this ever gets posted to X... Twitter or X will do what it does at that point. But little subtle little shot at the Mets and Padres there, huh? Uh, Yeah, not even a subtle shot at the Mets and Padres. It really wasn't all that subtle. He said there's a different team. I I imagine him saying this with his pinky up to his mouth like Dr. Evil because that's just kind of what Rob Manfred seems like to me. But 
I don't know why you would kind of throw a not even kind of throw a team under the bus for spending money and then and then when they don't succeed, make fun of them. I, I don't get why the commissioner is doing this. Um, my guess is he's heard from quite a few owners, particularly the ones that don't spend any money, about how this is not good business, right? And probably been said it's been said in circles around him often. And typically, uh, a commissioner who you know he, he knows who the guys are, he needs to be you know chummy with. This fits that narrative right there, a little bit. So, if my, reading between the lines, he doesn't necessarily need to be in the good graces of the Padres, but he would like to be in the good graces of teams that maybe weren't happy with the Padres spending the money that they. I did. don't know if it boils down to good graces or not, but it's certainly. I'm sure was not looked at or revered as being like excellent business by other owners across baseball. Well, we we kind of heard it. I mean, look at um, we know the Rockies didn't I, like it. Uh, we, Dick Monfort, Dick Monfort, searching for that name. I'm sure uh, there were a few others that kind of didn't necessarily call the Padres out by name, but had you know little pot shots they 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 took. And I think that's uh, you know. They don't, when I say they, the owners probably don't want the boat rock. They like things to go, which means as much as the fans want everybody to participate and try their best to, I don't know, put a winning team on the field. I don't know that in, in the business of baseball that that's productive for everybody or the owner, all the owners see it the same way. I just, yeah. Matter of fact, we know all the owners don't see it the same way. How does what the Dodgers did over the offseason, and I don't want to complain, but how does that make sense for baseball? Because those are this, that's part of the haves and have not. They already, you know, you can put the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Cubs, the Red Sox when they are deciding to spend. I mean, the Mets are always spending. Mets, you could put them all in that kind of a different category, right? But then everybody else is kind of grouped into this, the rest to the same category. And the the teams outside of that top category, you know, they have to operate, or at least we've been told they have to operate a certain way. Now, the Padres going about it the way they have kind of puts a spotlight on everybody else. Like, hey, wait a minute, it's one of the smallest, if not the smallest, media market in in the game. Yeah, and yet they still went out and found a way to are competing to spend and. And compete. And now it looks a little bit different this year, but again, they'll still be in the top 15, top half of the league in terms yeah. of payroll. They're going to have over $150 million, most likely. So, I mean, I just think that this was the Padres were, were like the low hanging fruit. It was almost, it almost worked out better for some of those guys that the Padres season didn't go to. Because could you imagine if the Padres had another successful season after spinning the way they did in 22? Try yeah, to find some way to, to talk the spotlight. About that. The spotlight grows on some of those organizations that continually go out and don't spend any money to try to get better. And then again, like the A's, the A's are the laughing joke of the league right now. The, the A's are just the, the A's are just the worst of the bunch. But there are, there are a bunch of teams that that have that go this route. Now, I, you, I think it's a worse look for the league to have the A's than have the Padres spend a bunch of money and not make the playoffs. But absolutely, it is. But, the, you know, from a business standpoint, maybe not. Yeah, on the chat, uh, we got a question about, isn't the commissioner supposed to be neutral? No, the commissioner works for the owners. Yeah. 
So he's supposed to be neutral within each with, team. With, yeah, which within the the owners. Yes, but in in the same way, Roger Goodell probably we we all assume takes his main orders from who do you think in that NFL league? Do you think all the NFL Jerry owners Jones. are equal? Right. Robert Kraft, <laughs> Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones. Uh, you, we know my the, man in uh, the the Jets owner Woody Johnson. Uh, Woody Johnson, maybe Jeffrey Laurie right. Laurie. Is that who owns him? Yeah, I believe he does. Jeffrey Loria. I thought that was the old Marlins. Oh, owner. Okay. I will... Oh, you're talking about Philly. Yes, Philly. I'm not sure what his name is. Yeah, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Lo- Lo- oh, Laurie. Laurie. Yes. Yeah, Laurie he's Hill one of those guys who's kind of powerful as well. Right. It, it, there's there's the same structure I would think in in the uh, MLB. Like there's certain owners that got a little more gravitas than some of the others. So I don't know. It's annoying though. Yeah. It's annoying to hear the commissioner just straight up making fun of a team. Even if this wasn't the Padres, I would still have the same reaction of like, why are you talking bad about these teams? I don't understand it. Yeah, that was a little unnecessary, but so was uh, so was the hunk of metal as well. <laughs> it was unnecessary as well. Uh, I have one question for us right here. Brutus fan says, every time I watch Aztecs men's basketball on TV, they lose. Should I tune in tonight or trust the jinx? Uh, I'm going to say trust the jinx tonight. <laughs> okay. Don't watch. Uh, listen, I have had to resort to their tactics. Yeah. You know? You, you've you been doing no, no action No action on the Lakers, on Lakers for the now, last My luck bit. ran out last night, but that's because they ran into stupid Denver. <laughs> of course, I get a text or I get a, a, a tweet from our guy, Will Galvis, who is a, oh, he is a Nugget, Nugget fan. Yep. I didn't really like that very much. Well, at least he actually can get a championship because all of his other teams are just bad all the time. So I hope you're listening, Will. <laughs> I really hope you're listening right now. All right, let's get to break. More Gwen and Chris. We'll try to figure out what to talk about when we come back. Sammy Lev. Oh, Sammy coming to join us? Sammy Lev is coming to join us. You guys are in luck. Sammy Lev, the great, when we return. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. You know, Matt Scraby does a great job producing this show and and getting us some fine, fine guests from time to time. Our next guest, however, this is a a big get. Sam Levitt, Padres everything here for the 97.3 The Fan. Sam Levitt joins us. He's headed out to AZ tomorrow. Stuff gets real for him. Sam, how are you, my man? Tony Scraby, I'm doing well. Uh, I got to say, I really, really enjoyed the Titan Scraby special <laughs> yesterday. And I'll tell you what, it was the talk of San Diego. I stopped in at coffee shops. I stopped in at bars. I stopped in at any establishment you could find. And everybody was saying 
that 2024, Tony, I don't know if you know this, is the year of Scraby. I coined it the he year did. of Scraby he did. very, very early on. Or actually, Scraby, did I say that before I think the it, new year? Yeah, I think it was right before the new year because we, we went out together. It was the final show of 2023. Right, and right, he said, right. 2024 is the year I, of Scraby. And I, he, I, he tweeted it. It got like one like. Yeah, so I bet, I bet it's all good. You it's can see the good. beautiful thing about X now is, I mean, you can always go back and find that tweet well, and, you know, repost it. You can pin it. And and tell me where I'm wrong. Here's what's happened to Scraby so far in 2024, <laughs> the debut of the Scraby show. Mm-hmm. The massive success, the, the viral sensation of the Thai food yesterday. And then on top of that, look at him. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's he's looking great. He's dropped like what is it, Scraby? Thirty five, forty pounds. It's uh, nearing forty. Yes. Oh, um, I mean, yeah. Year of Scraby, twenty twenty four. I was on it. It's an excellent prediction, as you tend to do, I might say, Sam. And uh, you're on point with this. One. I mean, he's he's half of himself. He's he's reached popularity that I don't know. Okay, can we move on from I'm just me, saying, please? man, it, it is year of the scrapey. <laughs> By the way, shout out to all our listeners for uh, making yesterday's event, you know, so popular. Uh, it's, it does seem like it was uh, taken well across the city. So thank you guys for, for tuning in and listening. Go ahead, Scrape. If you want to see Sam Levitt, he's joining us on the cameras as well. So he will be on the air and on your screen. Yes, this is a uh, it's a good test of the broadcast equipment that I'm traveling with uh, <laughs> to Peoria. They they gave me a new unit for this season. Oh, oh wait, whoa, so, whoa! You got a new unit? Well, it's not it's not a new unit. It's it's just a larger refurbished. Version. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, it's I not sh- like new. No, no, I don't think it's new. I, I'm it's, sure enough uh, was about to, to go in there and ask for for a new unit. No. I'm headed out to Arizona next week. I would like a new unit too. No, it's not a new unit. <laughs> okay. In fact, I All think right. I think it's a fairly old version <laughs> oh, of, that, of what we use now. That, but it it works. It works really well. That and, sounds uh, about so right. So th- this this was a good test for my new equipment. Thus, why I'm on. I'm I sound so clear. I'm Your headset good is test. sweet. I, I was about to say, man. Yeah, you do sound <laughs> super super clear. Now I got to ask you, you. You're headed out tomorrow. Yes. Which route do you go? Do you take do you take the ten? Mm. I take. He's looking around like I have no <laughs> idea. Um, <laughs> well, I, I don't. I, I take whatever route. Do you go out? Is you go. I go up through Alpine. Okay. Yeah, so you take mountains. the A's. You take the A's. Okay, and then I drop down into the desert, and then you're you're along there. You go through Yuma. Yep. You get out of Gila Bend, get... and then you hop on the ten. Right, so I take gotcha. that route. Sorry, I, right, no, I'm good. I, I just follow my you're, GPS. You're still <laughs> relatively new to the California yeah. the interstate system, so I, it's all good. I'm not. I'm yeah, not... it's. I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, the first time I did that drive, San Diego to Phoenix, was last year, and it was gorgeous. I mean, getting up into Alpine and you get into it was very lush. A lot of green up there this time of year. It had rained a lot before we went out there, and then you you're in the mountains, and then you drop down. I I see Tony's reaction. I know. I, I know. It was nice. I, I don't. Know I thought it was I, a nice drive. I don't know that I've ever heard lush. <laughs> no, as I, it pertains to that drive. Well, up but, and out. But up in Alpine, as you, as the elevation rises, it was yeah. Okay, I got it was you. Green. We, you know what? Last last year, especially, and I'm I'm sure probably this year, considering how much rain we've got here in the last couple of weeks, it was greener than it normally is going through there. I enjoyed the, the drive too. I, I, you know, I don't like that drive very much. How it's, many times have you I've, actually I've, done I've, it? I've driven it. Right. A lot. How many times? Like I can't count. 20? 
I wish it was just 20. Okay, all right. I'll stop pushing on this because you've driven it a little bit more. Like, I've driven to San Francisco maybe 100 times, and that drive is very boring. Now, see, I, I have a hard time. I mean, you're driving through some nice spots going to San Francisco, right? Where? Like Bakersfield? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to Bakersfield people out there. There's, I, just, I just pulled a random middle of California city out of my hat. All right, uh, Sam, you're headed to spring training tomorrow. Um, I mean, Anything different this year? What's your living situation in, in Arizona this year? You so, got you, you close to the stadium because that's usually a must for me. I got to be close to the stadium. Well, I am farther, mm. actually, significantly farther from the wow. stadium. Last oh, year, I was man. close. Um, the 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 room the the living situation was not great last year. Now I did it. No complaints. I don't. I did not complain much about it. I got through the seven weeks or whatever it was. This year we got Airbnb, but we're like twenty minutes away. So so you sacrifice be a little farther. distance for comfort. Correct. Gotcha. Correct. And and I, it, it looks good. I'm looking forward to it. So a little bit farther, which is okay too, because you know some of the uh, the, the quote unquote away games, you know, will be down in Glendale or Surprise or wherever it is. So. It'll make it easier, I think, to get back after those. But, yes, I sacrificed uh, the drive time for maybe the quality. I'm feeling good about that decision. Tony, when I see you in Arizona, I will have a <laughs> full report on how it, I'm doing. But, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes back and forth didn't seem very far to me, although we do get started so early yeah. that, you know, last That's... year, like, it, it did help to be really close. So the the – the jury is out on on what I sacrificed for the for the uh, Airbnb. It's funny when I was playing, and um, you know, it was it made more sense for me to like rent a place that was a little further away to have comfort. As I like went through my minor my my career, the older I got, the more I was like, man, I'd much rather be closer. I gotta mm. be here at like seven o'clock, six o'clock in the morning. I would like that extra 35, 40 minutes of sleep if I can snatch it. That's a long time. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. You know, Sam was saying how he, he didn't complain. He made it through. I could tell you the absolute truth. By week seven last year, my man Sam was hanging on <laughs> by a thread. When my man walked into the clubhouse every morning, you could just see it on his face. Was like, and at you, one point, I was like, you're ready to go home, huh? He was like, yeah, I can't, I can't um, wait to get out of here. It's funny. There was actually – so when we first got there last year, I was uh, joking with some people uh, in the clubhouse and, and whatever throughout the complex. I mean, I was loving it, and, and it was great. I was having a great time. I was energetic. I was like, this is great. You got all this baseball <laughs> stuff. It's fun. It's relaxed. It's all the things you really like about spring training. And you would come up to me at one point, and some other people came up to me at one point, I think around week five, week six. Yep, yep. And they were like, man, you, you've just got kind of this this glazed <laughs> over look on your face. I mean, are, are you okay? I'm like, it's, it's getting to me. It's getting to me. Now, I think, the, I, think, I think the living situation was part of that. I was... There's no doubt, Tony, I was feeling it. I was, I was really, really feeling it. And I think compared to when we first got there in the first few weeks, it was very, very obvious. Just, but, just so, uh, hey, the short, the shorter spring training, I think is going to, is going to definitely really will benefit. Cure just, that. just so you know, don't feel bad. All of us feel the same way. Like yes. we, we get there the first two weeks are just like, it's like a kid in a candy store. And hey, then, what's going on? Right. Hey, you get, it's, like how are first, you? it's like the first day of school. <laughs> like you meeting everybody. How's so your off season? Like, yeah, exactly. Right. And then like, by week three, it's like Groundhog Day. 
like a year every again. Night. Yeah. Ugh, gosh, I gotta stand here for this scrum. Is it gonna start? Oh, okay, here we go. Let's go, guys. And, you know, you kind of get into your day. Uh, Sam, your expectations this year, man. The Padres obviously coming off of a, a really tough season last year. Didn't reach the expectation level. They come in at least as of February 9th uh, with a with a roster that feels a little incomplete still. But um, what are your expectations going into the year for this ball club? Well, it's. I think it's really hard to project right now because there's so much unknown. I mean, yeah. I think when I compare it to last spring training, you know, last spring training, there was so much hype, but there wasn't a lot of baseball questions to be answered. There really wasn't. I mean, we knew what the team would look like. We pretty much knew where everybody was playing, and it was just about how, how all the pieces would, would fit together. This year is so different yeah. for so many reasons there are so many questions. There are so many new elements uh, uh, to the team, uh, you know, and, and obviously with a new manager and Mike Schultz as well. So, you know, it, it's hard to project. I mean, I, I think even right now, knowing what we know about this roster, I think this being a wild card team is a very realistic expectation based on the core they have, the talent they have. Um, what parts of their offense could do, what their bullpen could be, what the top of their rotation could be. But obviously after that, and it sounds crazy to say because we're literally 48 hours away from the start of spring training, but I just don't know how you can really project anything when you don't have a concrete yeah. answer for who's playing center, who's playing left, who's DHing, and then with your four and five starter spots, you, you don't truly know right now um, what exactly those those look like. I mean, you have certainly an idea of who makes them up, um, what that group looks like right now, but you don't know how that all shakes out. So I think it's hard to project. But with that said, when you look at, at the core and, quite frankly, just baseball in 2024 and what it takes to be a wild card team, uh, I do think even right now that is a very fair and realistic um, expectation for a fan base, uh, for this team, and obviously there are a lot of questions to be answered, but um, it's it's a it's a very different you know feel to the start of spring training just because of you know the the trade of Soto and having a new manager and in all of it, but also when you have all these questions. So um, it, it, look, I think from a baseball perspective, this spring training is is honestly far more interesting than than last year's was. It really it really will be because there are just key spots where you don't know. Um, you don't know what it's going to look like uh, on opening day. Yeah, certainly it'll make our jobs easier, like doing these shows after <laughs> yeah. the game, because there there will actually be, like, I just think back to not last year, but two years ago, there were a few roster spots and competitions that, you know, you could lock in on, and they were like competitions throughout the course of, of spring training. Whereas last year, the only competition was for the bench spots, and right. a few, ro a one rotation spot, a couple bullpen spots, which for rotation and starting uh, pitching spots, you really can't cover them all the time because they're not going to pitch all the time. And for the position players, that only popped up because a lot of guys went off to the World Baseball Classic. Right. So it will be a lot more interesting this year in terms of trying to figure out who's going to be where. Yeah, and, and there's so much that could still happen, like, Yes, I think for the time being, unless new faces are inside that clubhouse, we are going to spend a lot of time in the first couple of weeks 
talking about center field and left field and, and DH, quite frankly, in particular. I mean, I, I think one of the key questions entering Sunday when pitchers and catchers report is, okay, you have, let's take an example, somebody like Jackson Merrill, who right now, if, if the plan is to put him in left field and, and play him out there, um, you know, I would assume would be probably a, a leader in the clubhouse to, to be a starting left fielder, unless you're going to take somebody else, whether it's a, you know one of these guys that you've brought in that's more of a, a AAA, maybe major league type player in there. So, look, I, I just think right now there's so much unknown. There's unknown of who else can they bring in. I mean, look, I, I would not put out, put out of, um, you know, put it out of the question that, there's a new face or two inside this clubhouse at oh, some point in spring doubt. training. Significant guys who could start in center field, start in left field, be a DH every day. But until we see that signing or that trade, whatever it is, I, I just you can't operate, you know, based on a move that that hasn't yet been made. So it's um it's an interesting scenario because if that move isn't made, then you're you're looking at a scenario where it's you know either. Uh, you know, a non-roster invite, somebody like that, or one of your significant prospects, like a Jackson Merrill getting a, a huge opportunity with not a ton of experience playing the outfield or at double A. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's really hard to, uh, to project right now. And, um, but I, again, I, I think from just the spring training perspective, it makes it certainly a more, uh, a more fascinating few weeks. But, you know, as far as the move, like, I, you know, to be honest with you guys, I, I still would be surprised if we get to opening day and this team heading to Korea and there's not a move made. It, it just seems like there's too much to fill for there not to be a move made, even if that's just, you know, signing a guy, an example like a Jerkson Profar, right? It, it feels like there's got to be a move somewhere or two. Um, and, and look, the, the reason I, I still believe that's a real possibility is, is just look at the market. I yeah. mean, you've got Snell, Montgomery, Bellinger, J.D. Martinez. I mean, those names and many more who still aren't with the team. And we're days away from every team uh, reporting to spring training. So there's a lot of unknown, and I think there's a lot that could happen and, and until, you know, we see some new faces in that clubhouse that we that we don't have right now. Um I think you're going to focus on, okay, well, what are the options for all these different blank spaces in the lineup? So for all those reasons, I know a rambling answer, but uh, fascinating, I think, and, and from a baseball perspective, more fascinating than last year even. Talking to Sam Levitt here, Padres Radio pre- and post-host, and I like that, Sam. You just dropped a Taylor Swift reference. I know you did. Blank Spaces is definitely oh, no, a Taylor <laughs> Swift reference, and we know you love Taylor Swift. It's in the lexicon. I, I do like Taylor Swift. Um I am rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs in yes. Super Bowl 58. Yes. Why? For a couple of reasons. A couple of reasons. And it's not – one of the reasons is not that I'm just going against Scraby. Number one – It's my main I reason. Like, <laughs> number one, I like I like greatness. Okay? I like – I like the idea of Patrick Patty Mahomes Mahone winning boy. a third before he turns 30. I like the idea of Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid getting another. And I will admit – I like when we talk about greatness, Taylor Swift is right in that category. Okay. So I like the idea of this being kind of the end of the story of this season. I, I like the idea that she's coming from Tokyo to, to make the Super Bowl and then we'll be on the field with Travis Kelsey 
you know, embracing after they win. I like it. And for all these people that complain and post and post and post about them showing Taylor Swift on the broadcast, it makes me want them to show her more because people keep, (laughs) keep complaining. Get over it. I am rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they will win. Um, and Scraby, if they don't, I guess the consolation prize is that you will be a very happy man. Thank you. So I guess we win either way. One thing I've learned about Sam over the years is that he is the opposite of what I am, a hater. He likes when these he big stories up, he happen. Oh, that's, no, that's not true. I, well, that's not true. Okay, you might I be hate, a hater in certain I hate things. sometimes. But <laughs> for the most part, when I say, Sam, doesn't this annoy you? You're like, no, it's actually it's actually kind of cool. And I'm like, that, that just annoys well, me that Scraby, Taylor Swift is on TV. You're, you're your hate is on not a whole other level. So not anymore. Not, not everybody can reach that that type of. I got one real quick question for Sam. Yes. Are, is the only reason you're cheering for the Chiefs because of Taylor Swift? No. Oh, he just if, said he liked greatness. Well, then at no. the end he was like, and I like the greatness of Taylor Swift. It's well, all she, connected. Let's be honest. She falls in that category too. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I, have, I have not. I have not been to uh, one of the concerts on this tour. I may be going to one in. Canada Ooh. all the way next winter. We'll see. Uh, it's a long way <laughs> wow. away, but I do I do have a ticket as of right now. I mean, that's how long um, you got to plan it out yeah, it if is. you're going to go to it. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, so, you know, look, look, look at this tour. Look at all this. I know she's not everybody's favorite, but I, I think you've got to you've got to appreciate Taylor Swift and what she's done. And keep in mind, this is somebody that that was on the radio when I was like 15. That's true. And I mean, I mean, a decade and a half later, like, she's at the apex of, of her powers. I mean, greatness. The Chiefs, Taylor Swift, I think it's going to happen. They go, they go hand in hand, Scrape. I wish I never <laughs> texted Sam to come on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, uh, safe travels tomorrow, man. I will see you in Arizona. We'll be talking soon, too. Oh, that's right. We'll, yes. have, we'll have your report. So, uh, yeah. We'll catch up soon, man. Thanks. Sounds good. We're going to have a lot of good content online, radio, all of it starting on Sunday. Don't miss it. I would expect nothing less. Thank you, Sam. Sam Levitt, Gwen and Chris. To break, Daily Gambit on the other side. It's just me and Scravey. Hang with us. More Gwen and Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 